Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Mini Music Monday. The supplement episode to the Raw Impressions podcast. This week, the Deep Wound Edition, Part 2. Hi. Hi. I'm back. Extra wound. Oh, who's that talking? I don't know. Um, (laughs) this, this is about my, my band Deep Wound, my first band Mm -hmm. in high school. Another perfect episode about Deep Wound. I hope so. That last one, the way yeah. you, the way you became so interested in Deep Wound <laughs> in the course of that episode was, um, it was great. Well, I became not only interested in Deep Wound, but my husband and your past. This is my past. Yeah, that was a nice little surprise for me. I was just sitting here looking at you, listening to you talk, and then I'm like, huh, I want to know more. What else do you want to know? Well, I was kind of thinking about, like, why things changed. Like, why were you not just deep? Like, why are you not deep wound today? I know why. Exactly. Like, you know, what happened? Why change it? Where is everyone? It might not have been the best decision because any band from the early 80s that actually is still around, a hardcore band, um, they sell enough T-shirts to put themselves in mansions. (laughs) <laughs> Dang. I know. Especially ones from California. Yeah. But um yeah, we made the we made the, the decision to follow our musical dreams. Hmm. You know, to 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 we became more textured. The music we decided that we needed to make more textured music and Jay in particular picked up the guitar. He was actually playing guitar, writing songs on guitar anyway. And uh So he started out as a drummer and mm-hmm. then did he teach himself how to play guitar? I assume so. Oh, you've never asked? You just didn't know? I taught... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Well, it's a mystery to you and to me. I... You know, I, I fear asking Jay that question because he might not answer it. Well, did he take drum lessons? Yes. Okay. He did take drum lessons. Okay, so that you do know. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I saw this interview with Dave Grohl where he said that, so he was a drummer, or he is a drummer, I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously. So when he changed to guitar, he said that he was looking at his guitar kind of like a drum set, and he sort of played his guitar like a drum set, and I thought that was really interesting. Jay really plays his guitar like a drum. Jay, he used all of the pedals to recreate the 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 visceral attack of a drum set. Cause it's really, I mean, drums are a very satisfying physical instrument, but you know, and they create lots of different sounds. Okay. But before Jay okay. gave up on the drums, before he wanted to move from the drums to the front, 
of the stage. Right, because he's never really given up on drums. He's just, oh, no. his primary in- right, instrument I, is yeah. guitar. So, uh, Deep Wound, we're still together. Okay. Moving through high school. Moving through high school. Uh, I think we, we released a seven-inch vinyl record in 1984 huh. as Deep Wound. Gosh, that's so The official cool. title of the seven-inch was Reconstructing the Border of Crumbs, <laughs> which is something that I had come up with. What does that mean? It was it was part of a very elaborate prank phone call that I was doing. Mm. I had made a very this this uh, this chorus of like reconstruct the border of crumbs, and I would call people <laughs> and just start, and I would play a <laughs> tape of that, <laughs> and then I would say, "Would you like to join me in reconstructing the border of crumbs?" Ah, the good old days of crank calls. <laughs> I love it. You know, it seemed it was like it wasn't too <laughs> scary, you know, because uh, before that I would call people and pretend I was a police officer and they, that would oh. really freak people out. Oh my God. So this was much more oh. innocuous, the yeah. reconstruction. The, and Jay seemed to think that was funny. Mm-hmm. But the title doesn't show up anywhere on the on the record, hmm. which is fair enough. Okay. Because you, you would send records away to be made back then, and you had no idea what you would get back. Uh-huh. Some scramble of the graphics Gosh, that Gosh, it must provided. have been, what a, yeah, what a leap of faith, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, here we are. I hope this looks okay. No one's, like, emailing you, uh, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, there's no proof. <laughs> there's no proof. Like, <laughs> hey, sign off on this proof. <laughs> Oh wait, you cut off my was, name. We actually the, for wait some reason like our uh, no <laughs> our names our names appeared on the front cover like what we it just made no sense. Yeah. The, it was you just really, you got what you got. And the the front cover picture was a very crisp uh black and white picture of a ice cream cone full of snails. <laughs> that was also my idea. Where did you find that picture? Was it from like a magazine No, we, no I said or? I said we were going to t- I mean I told Jay and company uh, of of my idea of the ice cream cone full of slugs, and they said, "Well, where can you get the slugs?" And I'm, I know where I can get the slugs. Uh huh. And right in front of my house, across our busy street, in sort of near the parking lot of the hospital that was directly across the street from from my house in Westfield, Massachusetts, there was sort of this ravine, this gully, uh-huh. and uh, I would just go down there and just overturn like old barrels and things and see these absolutely. You know, four to five inch long slugs. Oh my gosh! That's a, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but they were like <laughs> three, three to four inches uh, long. And so I ran in there and I just grabbed all the slugs with my hands, and then I, I have some. Pic- oh, I'll, I'll find. Wow. Some, I've got a picture of of me holding one of the slugs. Anyway. Oh my gosh! So I you guys probably... actually did. This is this is a picture that you guys took with a camera, right? You had to develop the film. I didn't. I mean, I'm not sure who did. I just mean there's no phone then to do it, you know? It's oh, like, no. yeah, just like take some pictures with your little camera and then I hope th- for the best again. <laughs> so the record came out and there's one song on the record I want to play, which okay. was kind of the last song that we, it's not the last song. Hmm. We did do a session for one song and it was lost to time. It, it, the whole session got lost. It was a cool song. Hmm. It's called Anatomy is Destiny. That was the last Deep Wound song. That was great. Um, but before that, the last song that we kind of wrote together was called Dead Babies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, I feel like I kind of wrote the riff, riff and stuff. I don't know. Okay. I don't want to get caught up in the origins. All I know is that I wrote the lyrics for sure. Okay. And so this this is it. Sometimes it seems so clear. Then the logic 
disappears I'm all alone and dumb again I find it and forget again So much fucking futility Emptiness in the world that I see The life I lead is the life I make Not another cheap escape Never happy, never sad Break out of this self-destruction path Anger cannot disappear Fade away with passing years Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I like that song. You said it sounded like a Sebado song. Yeah. It it sounds like your future self. Like I think you were writing unknowingly for your future self. You knew somehow in some inside of well, your little body. The, the song sounded more like what we were listening to at the time that we recorded the record. Because yeah. by the time we recorded the record, I think our, our musical tastes were changing so quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really loved a band called Mission of Burma from Boston. It's mm. an amazing guitar band. Mm-hmm. Um, they were almost like a new wave dance band, but sort of experimental post-punk was called they were really great and they did play with hardcore bands mm. they were hardcore accessible i would say so yeah you guys were kind of like growing up a little bit and kind of making your way expanding your way past just strictly hardcore huh yeah yeah you're putting your little musical feelers out there and mm-hmm. trying new stuff mm-hmm. that definitely has a different feel than the other songs from last week where those were just like really traditional like this is like it's like sing-songy, you know? Yeah, it's all on the same record. We had the we mm. combined the hardcore, and this was like, obviously, the we were stepping out a little bit. There was also a song called Video Prick, which was <laughs> kind of slow, and Jay played lead on that one. Mm. It was uh, the first mm-hmm. appearance of Jay Maskus playing lead guitar on a recording. Mm. So there's all these little hints on that record yeah. of your future selves. Yeah, I mean, I was still shocked when Jay wanted me to play, I mean, because... And his next band. Mm. It shocked me a little bit. So it was like, hey, do you want to, like, yeah, he, he was a fresh, move on from Deep Wound? Exactly. He was a, a freshman at, at UMass at that point, UMass Amherst. And you were a senior in high school. I was a senior in high school. And, uh, yeah, he said he, was, he wanted me to play bass in the next band, which surprised me because I thought Scott Helland might be a better bass player or would... I thought uh, Jay would want Scott to play bass, but the reality was that Scott had a band with his awesome older brother, Eric, called the Outpatients, who were the best band locally. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they were, they were, they had, so Scott had the Outpatients. So I think that's the reason that Jay did not tap Scott mm-hmm. for the bass playing thing. Although maybe Jay also, I think he 
did actually think and expect that I would be a songwriter on his level moving on to the next band, which wasn't quite the case, but hmm. I don't know. So then what happened to Charlie? Uh, Charlie um, was going to be the singer of what became Dinosaur Jr. And we had the first incarnation of Dinosaur, like Murph playing drums, uh, myself playing bass, and Jay playing guitar. Charlie sang. So Murph wasn't in Deep Wound. No. Murph was in a band called All White Jury. Okay. With uh, the lead lead singer of All White Jury went to UMass, and he he had the biggest mohawk. Murph did? No, no. Oh. Simon, the, the, the lead guy. singer. Oh, okay. <laughs> the lead singer of the, the band that Murph played in, All oh, White Jury. Simon okay. had, a, had a, a prodigious mohawk. So Murph was already like a musician too and doing his oh, thing yeah. and he I was mean, a drummer in high Jay school. Really, Jay really liked Murph's drumming. and So they go way back too. They do. Um, yep, they were all... Uh, kids. You guys were kids. Murph wasn't Gosh. quite a... He wasn't really a, he, a punk guy. He loved everything, really. He loved Was Frank he Zappa. Was he like an Ario Speedwagon no, kind of guy? No. Hmm. No, he even though he was like, I would say, not quite hardcore, he was... Even, his rock tastes were fairly eclectic. I just said that because I feel like he had kind of a cool, smooth rock vibe <laughs> when he I see did. old pictures of he him. He did. He was actually awesome. I mean, he was a, he, he had was such the guy. a cool look, and he was fun. Yeah, he was really fun. Aww. Yeah, he, I um, love those curly-haired pictures of him. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Murph joined mm-hmm. you guys and then charlie also moved with you and you mm-hmm. were then shifted over from guitar to bass yep. jay to guitar and charlie yeah. to singing exactly okay and there so then charlie retired uh he was kicked out of the band oh okay we we played a show on the amherst common mm-hmm. and charlie uh had it um he was kind of Trying to incite the police. Oh. And that, that really unnerved Jay. Okay. You know, I think Charlie kind of took a very confrontational stance as a lead singer, which is great. Uh-huh. Um, for, but I think Jay just, something kind of switched in him, and he uh, began singing his own songs. So it was kind of like, maybe let's not use this concert to like start a riot. Let's just play music. Yeah. I think maybe that, that was w- more the, like I would prefer to maybe just be playing music instead of being confrontational. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we parted ways with Charlie then that was sort of something. I mean, Jay kind of did that. I mean, Jay sort of took over. Do you, did you ever, was it, was it bad with him then? Was he mad or? I, I don't think he was happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Murph stayed really close friends over the years. And yeah. I would see Charlie here and there and um he's still around. His yeah. brother his brother actually ran for Congress. Wow. Uh, Eric Nakajima. Huh. Do you ever see Charlie at gigs? Does he ever come Mm-mm. down? No. No. Yeah. He was at he did the Gobblehoof show, I, I believe. What's Gobblehoof? Remember right before the pandemic, the big show at the Academy of Music? Yeah. There the one band, we went to? Yeah. Uh-huh. There was this band Gobblehoof. Uh-huh. And Charlie was the lead singer of Gobblehoof. I mean, it sounds like you didn't know him as much because he went to a different high school, right? And yeah, I didn't know yeah. him quite as much. Yeah. Huh. But so then you guys just carried on as Dinosaur, you, Murph, yep. and Jay? Yep. And then Jay said, okay, I'll sing? Or Yep. He said, well, he wanted uh, himself and me to sing. Yeah, because didn't you sing a lot on those yeah, early he, songs? Yeah, he, he assigned me those songs. 
when we were in New York for the anniversary of what's that first record? Dinosaur. Okay, sorry, Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of the I, band. It was our self-titled okay, release, yeah. but we had to change our name shortly after. I, that. Okay. I, oh, darn. That's enough. Oh no! Wait, I have one. It's the end. I wanted of to say one more thing about Mondays. it. Oh, we can't. Okay. Very special. We'll have, we have to wait. Two-part. No, Deep we can't make it three-part. No, we'll just have to someday. Thank you for listening. I don't know. Talk about it. Okay. Talk about Thank dinosaur someday. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.